Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always... It's your boy, Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. What's happening, good people? Cash, real quick for the new people who finding us for the first time, can you please tell them who we are and what we do? Yeah, absolutely, man. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a podcast about music, sports, culture, entertainment each and every week you can catch us at 5 a.m eastern standard time just giving you barbershop banter we ain't giving you all the x's and o's even though we may give that to you from time to time we are deeply deeply into music rap in particular you ain't gonna catch two dudes talking about r&b we may invite somebody in for r&b every now and then but that's the extent of what we do we have people from all walks of life we have independent artists come on some artists that you you are well aware of come on from time to time so come check out their story and come check out their music as well this is the order to put on so that's what we love to do um in terms of the music space and then we have entrepreneurs and other folks and we also have like some some special podcasts on books and and just leadership uh type things so um with our with our prior history in the military and stuff like that so uh with that said man that, that's dsc podcast in a nutshell man well-rounded group of individuals so, uh, I mean, for cash, it finally happened, man. We we missed a week. Yeah, <laughs> we missed a week. Life, life happens. Life, man. life, life finally caught up with, to us. We like to keep a strict record, and believe us, we tried multiple times to go ahead and have it done, but it just stuff's going up. He in the middle of a move. I had surprise guests come by this past weekend. My, my sister them came down, so like d- couldn't have the space. Space, man. I, Man, I need to move in this house back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do. I really do. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what we what happened. We tried to sneak something out, but we had a plan. We had something that we wanted to get out, and then everything else that we was producing just didn't really hit right. Felt like we were shortchanging, so we just said we was gonna hold on to it and we was gonna go through it right now. So if you, um, so cash a lot lot more than happened. We'd have more albums come out. Uh, this is usually the time we'll be doing our uh, quarterly wrap-up. We'll be half a year wrap-up now. So we're going to postpone that by the week or two. We're going to come back with that on that. That's something that y'all can put on the list uh, that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. Oh, man, how, how, how's everything been going on your side, man? I mean, I'm in the latter stages of moving, man. I'm, well, you know, all I got to do is move at this point, hop on a flight, a few, few loose ends to tie up here in Germany, man. But I'm on my way, man, house Closed on the house a couple of weeks ago, and uh, man, just just waiting to get settled, man. So excited to be there and uh, just just uh, embark on this next Germany, Germany journey, journey. Yeah, man, uh, you about to move in a house before me, leaving a whole nother year year later, man. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, man. You, you built uh, something from the ground up. You built you built it from the ground <laughs> up. So you know, what I mean, it takes time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but finally met my neighbors uh, yesterday, uh, so that was that was pretty cool, you know. Like we've been going through this whole process of getting a house built. Theirs was they was like one month ahead of me on their build, so they about to move in this month, and they was finally there at the same time we was there. So finally met them. That was that was a little bit. Uh, I mean, those people I'm probably gonna see a lot. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> you want to hit it off right with the new neighbors, man, because. Having terrible neighbors is just like, man, it's uncomfortable, yeah. man. Yeah, so it looks like it's going to be okay with them, though. Uh, but 
Yeah, them they moving in in July, and they was doing June to have theirs built. So it's like one month behind. I was doing July, so hopefully August. Fingers yeah. crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm gonna do the proper neighbor etiquette. I'm gonna go, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and, and let them know we knew on the block. And if they need anything, just don't hesitate to ask, you know, because man, sometimes man, having good neighbors and people watching your crib when you ain't when you ain't there. It, it comes in handy, man. You know what I'm saying. Besides having a, you know, a 12 gauge or something by the door, you know what I mean for for people, man. So, you know, every 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 uh everything counts, man, in terms of having having good neighbors, man. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, six years overseas, shit, half my career overseas. So you know, I'm, I'm getting used to this this life over here, man. It's this cushy life, man. But I mean, time to get back to some convenience, you know. Get back, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about coming back around, man. Let's let's talk about what you had dropped recently this week. Oh yeah, man. The, the album, man. My my album finally dropped. Late arrival. So yeah, man. Long long time coming, man. Worked hard on it. Worked a lot harder than I, than I probably worked on a lot of things in 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 general lately, man. But uh, yeah, it came together, man. The features, uh, yeah, man. People people are showing wild love, man. Shout out to everybody that's listened to it so far. Uh, dropped on Bandcamp on Friday, so let that loose for Bandcamp Fridays. And um, yeah, man, so far so good, man. The, the numbers are good, man. People were showing up and showing out, family and friends, and just new people to the fold, man. So I'm, I'm yeah. overwhelmed to be honest with you, man. It's still surreal to be like people listening to me. Yeah, and uh, I've been watching your social media. You had like a little interview that you had uh, right before the album dropped. Oh, uh, you got another interview coming out this week, right? Yeah, poss- possibly, man. It just depends on how how busy I get and how how bad the jet lag is. I'll probably just kind of wait that out, man. But uh, but yeah, man, it just we got got plenty more content coming, man. I, I ain't gonna, I ain't, I'm gonna milk the hell out this. I ain't gonna be like everybody else how they drop their album and don't really, sh- you know, promote their album. They on to the next thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, to me, taking this amount of time to make a project means something, and I, I'm I'm gonna work the hell out of it. So, um, a lot, lot more to come in terms of videos and and nice little cool shit to kind of accompany the album. So, I will include one of the songs at the end of this uh, uh, end of this episode for the outro. Uh, and that way we can have a little outro. So if you want to hear a little taste, so you can have it right there. But if you don't have, if you don't finish up the whole episode, it may be a week or two for you. And you want to hear what Cash put out, you can follow him on his social media. Go ahead, do your plugs, man. Come on, man. Ah, uh, yeah. So the album's called Late Arrival. Um, Cash Flow. So look up Cash Flow Late Arrival. It's not spelled any crazy type of way. K A S H Flow. Um, you can catch it on all streaming platforms if you feel obliged to want to pay for it after you stream it and test it out, test the product out. You can, you can uh, do that on Apple. You can do that on Bandcamp. You can do that on uh, Amazon. And I forget who else does a pay, paying service, but, but either way, you know, do that at the very least, share it. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at cash underscore flow eight, three, and then on Twitter at cash underscore circa eight, three. So, I'm on those two platforms heavily. That's where you can catch me. I'm not on Facebook or anything like that. But, but yeah, man, got got more coming. Some no, no, no. One more last thing. One more last thing about it because you ain't plugging it all. How many tracks? 
who's featured on it. Oh, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So we got nine nine tracks on there. I ain't want to keep you too long, about 25 minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm normally long-winded in real life, but on the album, I wanted to keep it short and sweet. Uh, I got the homie JR. We've had him on the podcast countless times, as well as King James. He's on there. So if you guys never heard of them, then you're missing out on just some dope music. So I got those two on two separate tracks. Also got my man Numbs. He produced the title track, Late Arrival. Um, a lot of grown man bars on that, as well as throughout the album. It's a grown, it's a grown up album. So you, that that's what you you can expect on there. And then last but not least, I got my man Abel Mary on there on Potential. So that's my most poppiest record on there. But uh, we have fun on there, man, and, and spit some some nice bars on there. So just got four four beasts. Four guys I respect uh, as lyricists on there, and they're dope in their own right. So once you go hear their verse, I'm, I can guarantee that you're going to go check out their music as well. So check it out, man. All right, all right, man. Uh, so that's a nice little catching up, man. So what we got for this episode, man? You gave a little teaser. If y'all watching the video, he gave a little teaser what we're going to talk about on this uh, this episode. But uh, I'll let Cash go ahead and spill it. All right, so we're going to sum up. You know, the first two games of the NBA Finals. It's a lot of things I'm seeing in these games that just don't don't sit well with me in terms of just the NBA as a whole. Like, it's been blowout city the entire playoffs, and this shit has to stop. These these crazy swings. So, we, we're going to talk a little bit about that and other things that we see that have happened in games one and two. We also got Drake, K-Dot, J. Cole. It's been a year since J. Cole dropped. Drake dropped in the same year a couple months later, and now K-Dot dropped. Where do you rank it? You know, we got to rank We got to rank it, right? We don't really have to, but we have to. We have to. Yeah, we have to make we some, got to. We, we got to make some decisions. They're, they're, they're the pinnacle of, like, uh, where artists want to be right now. They are the names. I mean, you know, what J, back in all day, what he said, it was uh, J, Pimp Juice, and M. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what Jay said. <laughs> that's what he said. So, yeah, yeah. Biggie, Jay-Z, and Nas, he said that a lot earlier in his career. So, yeah, you get where we going with that. You know, we yeah, got, yeah, you get. You got to so pick we, something. They dropped. Uh, they ain't dropped in the same year, but they dropped within a year. So, if you look at it, J. Cole came out on May 14, 2021. Kendrick uh, dropped, well, what, Drake dropped in September, and then Kendrick dropped on May 13, 2021. So, I think they kind of left it open for us, like saying, within a year, we can still kind of kind of see if we're going to rank those albums. And so, then, uh, and then we, we're not going to give this this week, but then who's the fourth spot for Mount Rushmore? That'll be next week. But is that, that a new thing now? Mount Rushmore? The new, not, they thing, don't say man. top five no more? There's no, no top five no more. I mean, you can give it top five, but that leads me to my next thing. Top five list. Why do we still do this? Why, why do we care <laughs> so much? Like, Why does it get everybody in the uproar? My top five is never going to be your top five. You know what I mean? There's a consensus top five, and then there's your top five. Typically, when we talk about top five, so we're gonna talk about top five lists. Why? Why do we do this? Why do we do this to ourselves, hip hop community? Why? Why do we do this? Why do we do this time and time again? When are we gonna grow the fuck up and just say, "This is what I like," and, and it's cool. We ain't gotta argue. Just put put people on. But we'll get into that later. And last but not least, like Press said earlier, we got some new music that we have missed out on talking about. So we're just gonna give you guys just some stuff that we've been listening to and kind of get into that. And to just share our final thoughts, man. But before we further get into uh, this this interview, man, just you know, you know, thoughts and prayers to, to the folks out in Philly. Uh, I believe there was another mass shooting in Phoenix, and then uh, also in Nigeria. It's just, man, you know, 
hug your kids, hug your family, um, be vigilant, man, because damn, man, I, I just don't know what to say no more prayers, man, in terms of just the crazy things that are happening just all over the world, man. It's not just in the States, you know what I mean? Just, just wild things happening all over. So, uh, just wanted to share my thoughts and prayers with that because that, that was heavy on my mind all day. Like, you know, you, you got to live, right? You can't live in fear, yeah. you know, but yeah, true that. God damn, you know what I'm saying? Like just churches, um, grocery, grocery stores. That was in Buffalo. Like in Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah, it's just, um, um, you know, rest in peace to trouble, um, you know, as far as just in, you know, in a hip hop community, Passed away. Rest in peace to Metro Boomin's mom. She was murdered and her boyfriend took her life. Like it's just no matter what spectrum, man, it's it's a lot of a lot of craziness going on out there in the world. So yeah, man, it's just like I said, take advantage of today, live for today, be with the loved ones that you want to be with, and and just hold your heads, man, because it's a crazy world we live in, man. Hey, 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 we couldn't leave this man, this free young thug that we got. With respect to whatever <laughs> the hell he really into out there in Atlanta. So I, I don't know the whole case. So, you know, ho- hopefully everything, when everything comes out, I'll, I'll speak on it because I've we've been burnt one too many times on taking certain sides with guys that's into want, some more bullshit. I, I, I can't believe y'all want a free young thug, regardless, man. For you, for you. You know, I don't know what Young Thug did, <laughs> so I got to, I'm, 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 I'm neutral. I'm neutral. I'm neutral with it, man. All right, where we're going to start? Gonna start you had uh, NBA. Want to start on with the NBA? I mean, game just ended yesterday, so if you want to yeah, start with Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I, like I said, man, leading into this, man, as far as the NBA, this whole postseason has been like, I mean, we've had some highs, but we had Hold on one second, Cash. Hold up one second. Hey, for the people who listening, and you know you want you here only here for the music. That's all you want to hear. We have we 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 see the comments. We see the comments. Hey, also just read our uh, description. We have the little links down there for you to jump to whichever section we start talking about. So if you only want to hear the music. Go ahead, click on that little uh, description. Click on the link, and you can jump straight to the music. All right, proceed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. NBA. So the difference in these games have been crazy wild, no matter what, whether you're talking about the Western Eastern Conference Finals all the way up into the finals now. It's just been like two shifts and swings at each and every week, and I am getting sick and tired of this. Like these two elite-level teams just having like swings of quarters to where the game isn't close throughout. But that's neither here nor there. That It, it makes it really boring, boring to watch, man, to where, where a team just gets blown out, the subs are in by the fourth quarter, and – you know, we just watching a bullshit game at that point. So I'm over that. But I mean, these two games. Bro, I, I, I beg to differ on that right there. I like that. That's a nice little. It's, it's a boxing match. You know, we know at the end of this, the way they going right now, we, they going to full seven. They going to full seven. So these last three games going to be like, whew, is it going to be on point? Though? Is that enjoyable? it is? It is. Yeah. Because it's not enjoyable. If you're going for if you go going for Celtics, you had you one good game that you can just come back home. Remember that comeback we had in game one? Oh, you speaking you're going for the Golden State from a a fan perspective here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what you want. You want like something like like I said, a boxing match. You know, like hey, you go up there, you win one round. Next round, hey, he he takes it to him. Oh, this gonna be a good match. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I look at it. Like it's been enjoyable both times. You know. 
You had the Celtics fans come out the gate like, oh, yeah, this is going to be quick now, man. Look look how they did it, man. Yo, they, they can stop them. And then next game, you got uh, Curry out there just doing his thing. You got Poole coming up in the fourth quarter starting to finally catch on because he wasn't shooting nothing in all the rest of the game. And then uh, – and yeah, I get into the more interesting of, of the game like when we – we we'll go into it, so I'll let you open it up because uh, I did have one problem with yesterday's game, one major problem. And the major problem is exactly what uh, Van Gundy was talking about and, and Mark Jackson in terms of that call where Draymond ass should have been cooked, kicked out by the letter of the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that was uh, hey, hey, that's perfectly. That's exactly what I was thinking. He should have been out. Like I'm watching, like three minutes in. Like I'm in a damn fight. You're gonna start already. Get him the fuck up out of here. He was. He just <laughs> came. Yo, he came in. Yo, Mister Mister Triple Single came in, just causing a ruckus. You know what I'm saying? Like this. This is the king of nine points, six rebounds, and six assists. He coming in there just raising a ruckus. This motherfucker was pushing. You saw how he got Steph open on that one that one play where he straight pushed, bulldozed everybody just to get. Yeah, and like dove on the guy, like tackled him almost. Yeah, that's that's the other one. That's the other one. So he did that multiple times throughout the game, and I'm like, yo. Are they just what about let the him one do this? Where, where he's sitting there? He just like uh, who he was pushing off on. Uh, I forget who was pushing off on like right now, but he's like pushing off on the dude, and they, they inbounding the ball. The Golden State's inbounding the ball, and yeah, it was, come it was over Tatum. There, tell him like break it up one, in that one where and Tatum then, got called for the second the second time where they was pushing and shoving. Yeah, and then he was just like he kept going even though after they came down, I was like it's a kick his ass out if he don't want to listen. <laughs> yeah, but on the flip side of of that is really. You go back to that finals, right? When he was playing and what happened with LeBron, right? The only difference is he kind of swung at the nuts when, when you're talking about LeBron in that play. He kind of cash. <laughs> kind of He kind of swung at the nuts. He, he kind of yeah. swung at the nuts. Well, what, what I'm saying is. The, the second time with, with Jalen Brown, he was like, yo, get the fuck off me. Like, that that's all it was. It's like, yo, don't rest. He's resting on me and doing all this extra shit. Like, get off me. And I and I get that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing a lot of extra shit to get underneath people's skin. And he was trying to do it to Tatum. Tatum didn't fall for it. But Jalen Brown fell for it. And then the funny thing about it, the, the more the game went on and on, and particularly with Jalen Brown, he started to try to shoot his weight out of out of whatever him and him Draymond was going through instead of just playing his game. But on the flip side, you had Tatum who was playing his game. You know what I'm saying? The first game in particular. In particular. Remember when Tatum didn't have that good game, but he still was doing having his assists. He still was getting his rebounds. Still had people involved. I don't I don't see how Jalen could let him get that involved. And Draymond was just, like I said, just causing a ruckus. He was talking to coach to the coach of the Celtics as well, shit talking him up and down the court. Like it was wild the shit that they let Draymond get away with. And uh but all in all, man, that's that's what Draymond is there for. Draymond is there to do exactly that because the older he gets, his his talent is diminishing in terms of what he can bring to the game. So he can think the game much better than all these these guys on Boston on any given night. So if he has to use that, I get it. But it's terrible. It's terrible to watch for him to be able to get away with just just playing that that 
jail jailhouse basketball to be honest yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah. And that's that's exactly what it is. And what I'm what I'm worried about, man, is like it's not gonna be him that gets hurt. It wasn't him like he always like want to be the aggressor in these situations, but it's going to be one of those other players going up for a shot later on, and they just going to slam them down, and that person going to be out. It's going to be somebody who's actually – Draymond is a big cog, but, I mean, like, you know, one of the scorers, you know, and they're going to get hurt. Like, because they're going to – A, it's this back and forth. If the ref's going to allow it, they got to allow it with everybody, right? But they, yeah, they did that similar, with uh, Similar GP2. to what happened with Memphis. Yeah. They did that with GP2 um, where – I don't even think like Jalen Brown didn't even touch him. And remember when GP two went up for that, like he was about to dunk mm-hmm. and then it looked like he caught like stage fright right in the middle of it. They just called it assuming that Jalen Brown pushed him. He totally let up, didn't even touch him, you know? So it, it just kind of causes for that type of stuff. But I mean, in terms of the game overall press, like it, it's a game of turnovers to me between game one. The two big things was the turnovers. Golden State had a lot of turnovers in game one plus they just that that fourth quarter onslaught by Boston, and then the others from Boston in Game One. So you had, uh, you had Old Man Horford, you had White, you know what I mean. You had Jalen Brown give you some, well, give you everything to kind of start that fourth quarter off and just really have atypical nights. You know what I mean. I would say Jalen Brown that's his typical night in terms of how he comes up big, but Horford 25, 26 points, and White. Uh, the amount of threes that everybody was hitting and shooting over 51%, that that's insane. But the third quarter yeah. in both games, Perez, I'm worried. I'm worried about Boston now because the third quarter, they've been smoked in two straight third quarters. And the only difference was that the death blow, quote unquote, that um, the Golden State typically gives teams, they were able to do it in game two. You know what I mean? And the thing that scares me is, Boston has lost all playoffs at home. Like home court has been really no yeah, advantage. You, you called them the road warriors to start yeah. off. I remember. Yeah, the ro- they road warriors. So there's been nothing to for me to say that, oh, going home, this is going to be a wrap. Or, you know what I mean? Because they play two good quarters a game, maybe three. But I think to, to beat Golden State, you got to play a consistent four. And they can't do what they've been doing in – in the Miami Heat series, like this is the one team you can't do that with in terms of experience and just championship pedigree. That's just me. What do you think? I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a back and forth. I don't think they're gonna lose two at home. I still think it's gonna be like one and one. It's gonna come down to the the last three games. And uh I I think when they get home, when they get this home court, I think they're gonna start calling a lot of those calls on Draymond. And once they get that straightened out, I think everything they're scoring because of what they was 30 something percent last night. I think that levels back out because I just felt like he was in their head big time. And then they had to miss shots and they had to, they, the huge lead and just could not like knock it down any. So they was taking some riskier shots. People ain't really like focusing on that. They do. Oh, they shoot 30 because of how they were shooting and what they were trying to do. They was trying to score quick, get back in the game. Uh, so, and then that dagger that uh Poole did at the end of the third quarter, man. man. Was just like, yeah, that was that it. Game. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Game. Tatum, Tatum <laughs> sat his ass down at the day. He was just like, it's over with, bro. It's over with. Pretty much, pretty much. I don't think he brought the starters back in at all. Like probably took them out two, three minutes into the fourth. Was like, all right, it's a wrap. Let's go ahead and uh live to see another day. We we came to get what we came to get. And it almost seemed like 
they were satisfied midway through that third quarter onslaught that they were like, all right, we, we got we got the first game, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, believe it or not, that shit takes a lot out of you to, to do what they did in that fourth quarter in game one, even with the two-game, uh, two-day break in between games, you know what I'm saying? So, moving forward, though, Perez, I, I, Steph, Steph hasn't, Steph has played well in spurts in this, in this series, but game two, even though, I mean, he got 29 points, but he's allowed to get up a whole bunch of shots, but hasn't been super effective. But yeah, he missed some open threes. Yeah. He he missed some some shots that you would regularly see him like knocking down. But they won. So they won. Who cares? Yeah. So so who cares? But that's one of the things I'm looking at moving forward. Like, can they withstand that on the road? Like a game two. Like game two. You know, you blew them out. It was a collective effort. The others helped out. But will the others travel? You know Draymond isn't going to travel well in terms of helping you scoring. Like, where is the scoring going to come from? Clay, everybody's saying Clay is not Clay, but Clay going to give you one of them Clay, one to two Clay games. So, I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. So I, yeah, I just don't know where Clay is going to go. I, of course, clearly he's not the guy that he once was in terms of before the two huge, huge injuries, but. Again, man, he scored 25 to 30 something points in each of these series at least once, maybe twice. I don't have it written down here. So when is when is Clay gonna get that game? Is he gonna be able to get that on the road? Because somebody's gotta help somebody's gotta help out Steph, man. And will it be Wiggins? Will it be Poole to step up? Odds are it tells me Wiggins just based on this entire playoff run with him being super consistent with 18 to 22 points. He's normally around that range and he's He's doing all the dirty work, so we'll see. I just, I just don't know where this this offense is going to come. And Boston, Boston has a great chance to to really do something and, and take this lead, man. But we'll see, we'll see where we, where we go with this, man. So it's going to be. I think it's going to go seven. I think it's going to go seven, like I predicted. And who you got winning it? I got Boston. I got Boston winning in seven. I, like I want to see them her. win. I want to see them win just because I want like the new blood to finally get some, you know. I want that to change the narrative a little bit. I want it to be more competition instead of talking about these teams. And uh, so, and I love Steph. I'm looking. Yeah, I, I love Steph. I, I, like I want to hear the controversy. I want to hear the controversy. Yeah. I want to hear the Steph. I want to hear all the narratives and everybody spinning to how he ain't. I I like the I like for it to get messy. You know what I mean? I like for it to get messy for people. Who to they talk gonna blame? Who they gonna blame? Yeah. Who they gonna Who they gonna blame? Old ass. No, he should have retired. He should have came back. <laughs> Wasted the spot. Yep, 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 yep. I, I want to see all that. I'm, I'm with all the smoke and all the drama that that it is. The the NBA is man. It's, it's for nothing else other than that. Just 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 the drama, man. But hey, what, what what we got up next, man? That that's about it for games one and two. We'll we'll probably do this again here next week and wrap up games three and four since they have such gaps in in the games in the NBA finals, right. which I'm fine with. Which I'm fine with, man. So, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it's like as we get as we they're starting to wrap up with the NBA, you know. And I'm, oh, man, we need a game seven because I'm just thinking about the the, the dead the period days, that we're about to go into of sports summer. <laughs> like, gotta start watching baseball. Gotta start watching your old baseball team. I gotta I gotta gotta get back with my Yankees. You know what I mean? First place Yankees, but I haven't watched the game all season. I mean, it is what it is. I, it's like how people, how, like most 
football people feel about basketball. Like when I'm like excited about it in December, y'all like, nah, I mean, it's not even April yet, Cash. I mean, yeah. And I'd be like, man, we'll get, to it, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But I, it's my sport. So, but I'm the same way with baseball. Like I'm not into baseball till like August, early September. And, and that's if the Yankees are, are making a push to be in the playoffs or a real contender for a World Series. So, but, but we'll see about so, it. Uh, I mean, yeah, we got a gonna be about a month, month and a half before the Madden game come out, right after the uh, NBA uh, finals wrap up. So, hey, you see that they put Madden back on the cover for that. Like it's gonna be Madden since he died last year, so it's gonna be like one of those anniversary type editions. And I think yeah, somebody, yeah. Who, I don't know who the actual like athlete they was putting on there. They're gonna put the one of the athlete on there, but they changed it up so much this year. I don't know if you was playing Madden. They changed up the mm-hmm. cover several times. It was like a Bo Jackson. It was like. It, they had several different editions. It was almost like how they did do everything else in seasons. Now they had like added like something minute new and changed up the whole. Uh, but it's everything to try to get you to spend money. That uh, oh okay okay Madden nah nah. Team. Yeah, this yeah, this year no yeah this year I ain't I ain't really played too much except for two K. Um, as far as on the PlayStation man, but I plan on getting back into it. I'm definitely gonna get the anniversary edition and try to get back into that. And fantasy football, I'm gonna come back to fantasy football. Just gotta find some folks I trust, cause you know it's been a few shady leagues I've been in. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ain't gonna talk about it too much because it's a long ways off. I mean, even though people are gonna say it's only ninety something days, whatever, it's a long ways off to football. We got a while. <laughs> hey, so I guess I guess it's time to spend time with your family and shit. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, let's take a brief break and then we're gonna come back to Drake, K Dot, J. Cole. Who do you have? One, two, and three. The albums have come out in the last year. Time to make a decision, Press. Time to make a decision. We'll be right back. Numbs missing. Hey yo, numbs. They act like showing up fast when late to the party's a bad thing. We back at it. Let me talk to him. Last 10 years of my life, nothing but evolution. I've been cruising, reclusive through music, securing futures, minor setbacks. For the most part, things been fluent. My influence, blueprint for those that will never do it. Four degrees later, four continents, four mouths to feed. I was out working, now back to chasing these rapid dreams. Every last second wasted, worth a dime to me. Honestly, my wife and I, equal a dynasty. No shopping sprees, out scouting. For properties cut from a different cloth you see the stitches seen plastic masterpieces overlooking the mezzanine kobe bean died the same day mom's birthday king numb to opinions never reached what i'm trying to reach this type of speech values the lessons in stock equities bask in my inequities giving whatever's left of me this rap shit more than just a check to me okay we back man so <laughs> this is a conversation that i know some people are running from but we gotta have it. Like I said, uh J. Cole dropped May 14th, 2021. Uh Drake dropped within the same year. Uh, if you've been watching Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast out last year, I was saying I would I would love for Kendrick to fall up in there. So we have to be forced to kind of rank him. He didn't fall within the, the that year, uh, but he did fall within a year time frame of the album. He dropped May 13th. As I absorbed it after we listened we didn't gave our individual feedbacks on each album it's time now to really look at the top three uh i mean i don't know when the next time we're gonna get something like this where they drop within one year of each other and we get to truly like hey who who put out the best product in your opinion and it's gonna be strictly our opinion on this you know what i mean this is what how we feel going back listening to it uh you could you could probably have something totally different uh you probably will 
put your comments down there. Tell us why we're wrong. Tell us why we're right. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like I said, some people, some people I know Cash is leaning towards now. Like why we got to sit here and do this? Because it's hip hop. It's what we do. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, do you want me to lead the way with just, because um, I, I, I want to go into it in terms of just how I feel overall about all the, the projects in like a quick summary of each of them. And then I'll kind of get into where I'm at, at number three. And then you could do your number three. That that fair? Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll discuss each one of the albums. We'll talk about what we do. I know you're going to put up here somewhere where they got the links to where we didn't spoke on all these albums before. It'd be up here. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, I ain't going to have it up for the tomorrow's episode, but I will eventually insert that link in to, or I'll give you the episodes that we was we spoke when on we those albums. About if you albums. want to hear the long, if you want to hear the long-winded version of us speaking on each one of the albums, which we have each gave them each their time in the sun, you know, uh, gave them their praises and everything else too. So now this is us just like analyzing against the other ones. So I, I said, yeah. So so for me, man, I'll, I'll go back to the first one. So the J Cole came out first, out the gate. He was the first one to set it off. In terms of the big dogs, where everybody anticipates it and and, and really does their thing, and I think from just the the lead up, the middle child, and all the different songs that was kind of coming out, the Lucy's with Cole, like you was excited about it. Then when he finally dropped it, as a whole, as a whole, shit was dope. You got Cam opening up for him on the intro, and then you know the Luigi, you Luigi brother now, like he had. He had Put the M on your head. You yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that. So I mean, Cole had a lot of fire in terms of coming out on that. Then he had really, really dope features from Twenty One Savage, Little Baby. Kept up with those those guys. You know what I'm saying? Because those those two typically come in on your album and, and steal the show, or at least for that song. You know what I mean? Held his own, did his thing on that. He had uh Moray Moray on on his album hmm. as well. Um, in terms of just the Styles P and Pharrell Monch owed to the song that they did a couple years ago, My Life Is All I Have. I like that flip. And and then now you go to just the body of the album, which I enjoyed. And that's what Cole is typically known for, filling out an album. You know what I mean? Aside from a few joints for your eyes only. But that's neither here nor there. We we talking about <laughs> his, his latest <laughs> project. Um but yeah, so I enjoyed the body of the album and the end of the album close. Uh, I, I can name a bunch of different ones off of here, but overall, I played that album from the time it came out weekly. Like it was in a rotation and that doesn't happen often for me in terms of just as much music as we like, as much music as we review. So it, it stayed in constant rotation. It ended up being my favorite album of last year. I remember vividly putting that at number one at mid-year. I remember putting it number one at the end of the year. So that's that. That's where I'm at with that. Then you had Drake follow up in September. And I remember being like, I like this, but it feel like some sauce is missing. You know what I mean? I, I like like the jabs he, he took on 7 a.m. on Brittle Road. I like the remorse. I like the joint that he had with Jay-Z, even though I feel like, damn, I wanted him to rap with Jay in terms of just the sing-songy shit. But for when you 
when you look back and listen to it now as a song, it fits perfectly in terms of just them doing their thing. Um, I didn't really like the future collabs on there. A lot of a lot of the sing songy collabs. I think he's getting a little older to be doing dumber songs or songs that really ain't about shit, but he still do them. And, and I get it. He's a certain aesthetic, but like even the TSU, like it's a certain shit that I wasn't vibing with on there. You know what I mean? It's just certain joints. Like a lot of the the sing songy ones, the where I just want to vibe to, I wasn't normally feel. I wasn't feeling those on this project. You know what I mean? So, you know, I went through the whole entire thing, the joint with 21 Savage and Project Pat. That that one is still in the rotation. But I will say upon second, third, fourth listen and just listen to it as I'm preparing for the podcast, I'm like, yo, this isn't as bad as people slammed it last year when they were listening to it in the reviews. And I don't believe we slammed it. I just, I believe I'm I coming across like, this is okay, but this is going to have to be a grower pause, so to speak for me. And that's really where I was at with, with um, Drake. Now for Kendrick, totally. This is a mood music. This is a mood body of work. And it is strictly that it has some bops. Like we said, we just went over this album a couple weeks ago. Um, and those are the ones I'm probably going to go to more often on the project. But this some, the stuff that is a little bit more heavy, uh, you know, this, I forget the name of the song where they have an argument where they're saying, fuck you, like the entire song. Yeah. Get it. Love it in terms of what it brought. Uh, Auntie Diaries, um, you know, just all of the deep songs on there in terms of what he's talking about as far as his mom and and the uncle and the rape and just like things like that, the, that heavy, the heavy nature on there. You, you don't remember that song? No, I don't remember was, none of these songs. He was asking... His mom was asking him, did the uncle touch him? You don't remember that? No, I don't remember none of these songs you're talking about. You don't remember Auntie Di- Oh, you took it off. You took it I off listened the, uh, at the one, I listened at the album one, my three times, gave my review. I told you I'm never listening at that whole album again. I got a revised cut. That's all I listened to. That revised cut of K-Dot. I knew you was going there. I was just going. <laughs> it's, nine, it's 10 songs. Uh, eight of them is Kendrick. Two of them gonna got the little interludes with. Uh, I was surprised to have Kodak on there. You know, Baby King, ten songs, man. Was United in Grief, N95, Rich Interlude, Rich Spirit, Purple Heart, Count Me Out, Silent Hill, Savior Interlude, Savior, Mr. Morale. I mean, Kendrick, Kendrick, Kendrick surprised me the way he came and just kind of you know did the same thing that Drake did. You know, just leave it short, short, little concise album. Was I think that's uh it was thirty six minutes. Cole, uh, Cole was thirty nine minutes. I mean, I mean when I compare these albums, like that's that's they didn't overstay their welcome. They didn't overstay welcome. I know he 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 talked about he was gonna do a double disc, but I'm, I'm glad that he didn't come out with that cash. I'm glad that he decided to you know really you know hone in on the the couple good songs that he had and you know put that out. At this point, y'all, I hope y'all really y'all get are are catching his his, his sarcasm because if you not, this man cannot discount. You cannot rank it up a notch because those songs are on it. So before he get, I know I can see the bullshit coming a mile away. I know he's about to rank this thing somewhere reckless based on his Blueprint Two version of this album. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. So for me. 
at number hold three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back and speak on these albums just as you did before we okay, before get into my the number full three. Ranking. Got it, got it. Go ahead. Okay, you got you. okay. So yeah, that, uh, that as I spoke on the the K dot, you know, uh, listened at it. The songs that you're missing, I, I didn't really feel them. Kind of took them out. I just been going with the condensed album. That's kind of what I've been, but I got to grade it accordingly uh, on on all that. So when I look back at it, yeah, it's definitely a mood type music. It got those uh, songs on there. That's now as I go through it, that's just skip, skip, skip right off the jump, and that's that's not good uh, when you're looking at a full body of work when you got to skip several songs in there. So, uh, and it's it's just because of the nature of it. Maybe a point in time later on, I'm, I'm going through some things. I'm like, I want to hear that, but. It's not everyday music to me. Uh, then going, so I'm go in reverse order. So you had talked about the Drake uh, certified love award, man. Twenty, 20 songs, uh, one hour, twenty six minutes. Uh, I, I thought it it was a great all the way through. When I play this, I can continue to like play it. I don't get upset. I think he shifts enough throughout the album between the rap, the pop, and the sing songy R and B type stuff. Like he he he. He navigates it all pretty well, where it's just like one smooth little listen. Uh, I really like, I think the standout tracks are him with him and Future. You know, they always team up, make good music together. They had a couple songs on here. Uh, so really like those. The TSU, I mean, that's, I I, I love the way he flowed on TSU. I, I love the, uh, the In Too Deep, uh, Knife Talk, uh, uh, the I Miss You Too with Kid Cudi, uh, uh, what was the one where he was talking about Kanye, the 7 a.m. and, and Brittle? What was it? Yeah, brittle, 7 a.m. on Brittle Path. 7 a.m. on Brittle Path. I like that. That showed that he still had a little teeth, you know, between all the, the sing-songy and the love songs and the, the pop songs. Drake showed that why he, you know, can still be feared a little bit. He 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 gonna come at you. You say something about him or you try to drop something, he ain't gonna just run and hide. So I gotta respect him on that. What about you only live twice? You don't remember you don't, that one ain't on your playlist with Lil Wayne and Rick Ross? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You only live twice with uh, Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. I thought Lil Wayne murked that verse on there. Yeah, yeah. So listening back to it, you know, that's why I said I it, I had a better appreciation going back to it when you said you wanted to talk about these three albums again, because I'm like on the, on the Drake joint, this is my, these are the songs I have on the Drake or whatever, even though I said, I didn't like some of these songs, but I need it for a balance, right? I'm trying to make a good album, not necessarily every single song I absolutely am in love with. So champagne poetry, love all 7am on brutal path, no friends in the industry, knife talk. You only live twice. The Remorse, TSU, In Too Deep, Pipe Down, Yeba's Heartbreak, Race My Mind, Get Along Better, uh, I Am Y2 with Kid Cudi. And those are the songs that made my version of Drake's project since it's so fucking long. I, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of filler on there. But th those are the songs that made it, man. And that's quite a few in terms of just the whole the whole album. But I, I like it. I like I like my version, but... Listen to the album in totality. It's not as bad as people let on. So come on, man. Give me, give me who's number three. So, With all no, that no, said, no, no, I'm not, number, I, I still oh, ain't, ain't got done? to the you J Cole. Yeah, you cut me off on that. And okay, just like, okay. <laughs> so and then we got J Cole out here. You know that he dropped first, uh, and the style of, of rapping that he was doing, what he was bringing to it. 
man, I just really loved his his album. It has great replay value to it, in my opinion. Uh, his twelve songs didn't overstay its welcome, as the other two had a had lengthy albums, twenty plus songs. Uh, I think both of them right around that range. Uh, every every bar just seems like what J Cole was using on here was was coming at a point. You know, he was trying to drive home a point. I think even uh, without having, even if Kendrick wasn't going to drop this year, he was making it known that this is what this is. You know, like I'm coming back for my respect. So uh, I think that was very evident from the intro with with Cameron on it uh, and his his usage of the the featured artist that he had on here. So, yeah, uh, J. Cole, the all-season man, is – is one of those that sparked off the year and let everybody else start opening up and dropping music. Because remember, at the beginning of 2021, we was having that drought. Uh, so <laughs> he the one who came and, hey, let's get this going. So, uh, And it stayed through. I constantly go back to this album still. Uh, it's probably one of the albums when I compare it to it, like, when I'm comparing uh, and trying to rank any album, I'm like saying, well, well, how does it stand up against this right here? Especially some of the stuff that we was hearing right off the jump off uh, uh, the K-Dot. You know, oh, that hard part five, man. Like, what he's saying. Oh, it's it's so, like, no. J. Cole been rapping. He been killing it this whole year. I'm going to compare it to that, you know, uh, to the Johnny P's caddy. Does it, does it hold a light? You know what I mean? And... More often than not, it didn't. It didn't cash. So now let's get into the ranking of how we're going to rank these albums. At number three, who you got? Uh, For me, it's clearly Drake. It's clearly Drake. And just from the standpoint, I hadn't returned to the Drake like that at all. At all. Like, um, until you mentioned, until you mentioned it. So all of the songs and all of the love I got for the album in terms of, okay, this is the first time since probably last last year, you know what I'm saying, to where, you know, when we were considering what's going to be an album of the year, what numbers we're going to give certain albums, that's probably the last time I listened to it around November time frame when I'm going through it to see if it's going to make the cut and cut through. It quite didn't cut through my top ten uh, last year. However, I, I still thought it was solid, but when we're talking about somebody has to be number three, and I, I can honestly say this this one was just a, not like I've heard it before from Drake, but it just didn't just didn't keep me around, man. Even with all the good features, man, like he had Jay, he had Twenty One, he had um, Future, he he had some good features on here, yeah, but you know what I mean. He had he had some good songs on here, but just something about it didn't keep me coming back. And even this song with with um Yay or not the diss but the uh, subliminals and shit like that with Yay like I I like that type of spicy talk but it just didn't just didn't keep me good good body work and I, I know people would say oh yeah you're flip flopping but going back listen to it I was like yo this isn't bad this isn't bad like you know what I mean and I actually played it this playlist that I have. I probably played the album a lot more in the last two to three weeks than I had probably in any time when it came out, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I sort of feel the same way about the album, but that's not the album that I got number three. Uh, if we're talking about albums in whole, as in the total thing, K-Dot clearly goes right here for me. Uh, uh, I'm not going to get caught in no recency bias and everything else. Like I, that's why we like we went back and listened at these. We've been Since we decided to do this, what it's been like two and a half weeks now, we've been listening at these albums intently. Uh, uh, and I'm just... It's just, it got too much on there that I just like, oh man, I don't want to hear this. I want to hear this again. I want to hear this. Uh, I will put a caveat up in there. I'll come back to that later. But I got a slight caveat with that. Uh, but yeah, when I'm, when I'm looking at that and when I go through the Drake, when I go through the J. Cole, I listen. They don't have lows in them. Everything goes, it flows. So I'm, I'm listening at everything up here. I may don't like certain songs as much as another one, but all of it is is you know, I can play through, I can kind of flow. I know you probably, I know you, you ain't like the, the too sexy song with uh, Future when it came on, but I can deal with it for the short amount that it's on, then bam, it comes back in, and he ain't got too much more of that on the album. You know what I mean? It's just that one kind of like off in left field. He's trying out some things, a fun in the club or whatever he was thinking about, and then gets right back into it. And then they have that, uh, 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 they had the end too deep right on there, right after that. I mean, so and I think that kind of like resets my palette for for them two on the track. So yeah, it was it was good, man. I I, I still like the way too sexy song too for what it is. You know, it's a popular song. So uh, the intro uh, when you was going here, you had five minutes of Drake kind of rapping, and then with the beat changes, you know, kind of getting that uh, uh, very reminiscent of like a Tuscan leather. You know what I mean? That one. Uh, so. This probably ain't Drake's best project, but I, I kind of see where you're going on this and how you can kind of go away from it. But K-Dot is the one that clearly sits at number three for totality of an of an album. And so in- what, what he delivered, it, it's, it's just a mood type music, man. That's going to be one of those things that, and maybe something that grows on people over time and everything, but... As of right now, when I'm listening at these and I play them through, that's the one I'm just like, nah. Now, my I caveat see, is going to be my revised version, that 10 songs, when I listen at that, he kills it. He kills it. Okay. So, I, I so. really like that. If I was only comparing that to these, man, we, we got a different type of talk that we're going to have to have on these. And I'm really going to have to nail down and differentiating these, but as it stands, full album, K dot put out what you put up. You put out K dot K dot K dot falls number three for for me. Yeah, you put now, out. What with you that put said, out. I'm never listening at that full album again. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Twenty years from now, I'm gonna listen at my revised version. I remember what this album is like. Oh. That's what I'm gonna do. So. K-Dot ain't lost nothing in my eyes. That revised version, that 10 songs, man, I have played that. Like, <laughs> I'd have played that a lot while while at work <laughs> and, and, you know, in the earphones. And, like, yeah, I, I like that version. I, I feel you. I, I feel you. Like, I feel you you going with the condensed version. And I'd like to hear wh- how you feel about your rankings with the condensed version after we after we okay. get off of the full the full version cuz that may, that does make it a lot closer when you do that but for the sake of this this argument we'll keep it to the full full length so the same way you feel about the uh 
the Drake to where you do like some of the more popular songs to kind of provide a balance to the palette of your, your, you know, listening. That's the same way I feel about K dot, but you know, like I said in the review of it, I like what K dot talking about. I like that, that emo shit. I like when you go there, I like when you, you keep it real and you keep it authentic. You tell your story and yes, it may not be for everybody else. It may be just, just kind of like he did, um, into Pimple Butterfly, where same, same fanfare to where it was like, damn, this album's pretty heavy. But I like heavy, I like heavy albums. Like, you know what I mean? That's fine for me. Whenever I do want to listen to that, I know I'm going to listen to it damn near all the way through. And that's kind of what I've I've done with this project. And then some of the songs to where you even joke, like, what, what, what song is that? Those songs are on my playlist still. And that's majority of the project. You know what I'm saying? Like out of the what he has, 18 tracks on there. Two of them he's not on, so that means 16. Out of the 16, I probably have 14 or 13 on there. So that's a high. That's a high batting average, man. That's a high average, no matter how you you. Cut. You said four, four. What'd you say again? So it's 18 tracks total, right? He has mm-hmm. two um, interludes, so to speak, with Kodak and Keem on there. So you take that down to 16. So it's literally 16 songs. And out of those 16 songs, I have, I probably have 13 on my playlist, you know, that I actually, that I actually like. So we're going to go with 13 out of 16. Let's just say 13 out of 16 heavy songs or not. I enjoy them. You know what I mean? So that's why it's number two for me. And in a, in a grand scheme of things, long, long term, this album is going to be remembered way more then that Drake album will ever be remembered. You know, this will be a blip on Drake's radar in terms of any of the hit records or what Drake is typically known for. This K-Dot album, people going to come back to this. You know what I mean? And just be like, damn, this is a great body of work. Whenever they get back to it. But you you can't front on it, to me, um, in totality. So that's why K-Dot is number two for me. Man, that full album, I can't front on That thing was, no. It wasn't good, Cash. It's 10 songs <laughs> out of 18 that you named or 16 or whatever. So my and number two would be this Drake, for the, second time. The, the certified <laughs> lover boy. This is 20 songs. It's an hour and 20, 26 minutes. It's commanding a lot of your time. Drake want to be on your – like he's he, he want to be what you listen to the full day kind of little deal. So it kind of kind of what it goes on there. Uh, I was 16 songs in before I reached a song that I didn't like. Uh, that was uh, the fountains featuring teams. Like I, I, I didn't care for that. Uh, sixteen. You was sixteen in. I was sixteen songs in before I reached a song I didn't care for, and I was just like, "Nah, I'm not really feeling oh, this." Shit. So, and then out of that, I would say one. He had one other track that was an interlude. So I got eighteen out of twenty songs on here that I that I liked. So, and I'm not gonna count the interlude. So eighteen out of twenty. That's a hell of a. Can you repeat that good, one more time? 18 out of 20. I want this on. I want, I want this on he had one that interlude. I didn't like the fountains. Everything else on here, I liked. I enjoyed. I possibly played. Uh, unlike you, you saying like it hasn't been in the rotation as much. Like it has been one of those albums I constantly like come back to and I, I enjoy. So uh, I know that was, but 
everybody was kind of caught up in the hype and it's going to get placed where it was placed because the person outside of these three that we're talking about, that was because of uh, the Kanye, him coming at Kanye and them releasing their albums right there. They kind of pit themselves against each other and everybody picked a side on that. And I don't think they really enjoyed the album for what it was, but Hey, uh, like I said, 18 out of 20 tracks, uh, Drake came out there and did it, man. The intro poppy's home. Girls want girls with the dumbass hook, uh, but a hey, little baby floats on that, so it's all good. Fair trade, uh, featuring Travis Scott, way too sexy. That's one that I know not gonna go for everybody, but it's one of those that's okay. Uh, TSU was like the number one track on that for me. Into deep, featuring Future, Knife Talk, uh, You Only Live Twice with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne, and uh. I miss you too, featuring Kid Cudi, and then the way he ended off too, man. The uh, the fucking the fans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny track, man. Yeah, man. Like I said, man, it, it's it's all three of these albums. All three of these albums are solid in their own way, man. Like I, I just I can't say nothing super negative about it. I think we're at we're nitpicking, of course, um, because that's what we do. Um, in terms of just creating content and talking about albums, like we we do this anyway, as far as uh music, so it is what it is. But yeah, I can see. I think we just flip flop on how we feel about the the outliers within the album. You know what I mean? In terms of Drake and and Kendrick, so I feel it. I feel it. I understand. I understand. So clearly, number, number one. one, we both number have one cold. for us. <laughs> we it's both cold. have cold still. So, so this all is more. the. All the K dot, all the K dot fans and stands and all like man, y'all really need to go back and listen at this. This is what I'm gonna compare him to. His true competition. This was coming out, and J Cole was not slipping on this man. He came out with that. Hey, he won his respect from the jump all the way, and it's sprinkled throughout this album. Quotables. Uh, he he upped his game on his lyricism, and it has showed in features since then. It has showed on uh, his compilation albums with the rest of his crew. He hasn't let up since he released this right here. We may sit here own. and joke about uh, For Your Eyes Only, but he is dead set on saying, like, you ain't going to sit here and remember me or just bait a hound on that. I'm going to give you the music, and I'm going to push it forward. And I think that was the way he was doing that year when he first came out, was trying to push music and lyricism back up to that forefront. And, yeah, man, Drake uh, Drake couldn't stand up, obviously. K-Dot didn't stand up to it a year later coming out. And, uh, man, it was a couple jabs I, I caught up in here, too. We're going to talk about it in some of these songs. If you don't mind, I like to go through no, like, no, some no. of these songs. But I, I, like, do, I do want to bring something to your attention. He's no longer folding clothes. You know what he's folding? Folding these motherfucking rappers up. <laughs> he come he come up for smoke every single time he come out since this album. Like a little bit before the album, he went on that feature run um, with the uh, Return of the Dreamers part, Revenge of the Dreamers part three from that little camp thing they ran all the way up until now. Kobe on a tear. And... um. This project, again, man, less is more. 12 joints. He has storytelling on there with punching the clock, the climb back. Um, he has just rapping his ass off with the interlude and the intro. Uh, Close is another one. Let, let go my hand, my life. Uh, Amiri, like, you got 
every single type of mood in it in it bounce. It's a bounce in it too. This you, you can't say this is the boring cold, which is uh, you hear often out there in terms of just slander. But <laughs> this shit jam from beginning to end. You know what track I left off this album, no press? What? Not near one. <laughs> see, the, you see the, the the rest of them, we had to keep some, something off the shit. But the, I, we didn't have to do all that here. There's, yeah. there's no over explaining. And it was why. for the intro, man. 95 South, uh, like Set Cole told you where he was coming on. He got the little line that you already spoke on. Well, he said, pointed pointed out the aim and proceeded to destroy. Then they had the line that you pointed out. Uh, Could have put an M on your head. Now you you Luigi brother now. Uh, bitch, my pen my pen to the paper is Lita. I'm sending them straight to meet the, that nigga that made the Pete the Reaper. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he, he bullets knows. be humming like Cuddy. <laughs> <laughs> so one of your hoodies spaghetti splashing. I, I was that a kind of a relation to M. I wanted that. Uh, spaghetti. I didn't. I, I gotta. I gotta oh, hear it again. I gotta hear it again. On, on that on, lose on yourself beat, on track. Yeah. I always wanted that too. I gotta hear. I gotta the hear way it. he had Lil John at the end of that song. So he had Cameron narrating it through. Then you have Lil John on there. Like, and if you know Lil John in the club back in the day, man, just getting it hype. And you know he say that reckless shit at the end of it. You know, just like uh, if you don't want to throw it up, get the fuck up out the club and stuff like this. So he kind of like I was saying, like he came out setting the tone. Like, hey, if you ain't about this, your ass need to go home, go to bed. Don't be talking about you the best, cause this me. <laughs> Yeah, so like like you said, man. Overall, this is dope, man. Hundred hundred million. I'm still on a grind. Like I remember just how much I like this album, and it had been probably maybe, um, you know, maybe a month since I probably picked this any of this up on my playlist from anywhere. But now this shit is firmly back in my my playlist as if it came out this year. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's firmly back in there and. It, I mean, it, it doesn't sound like, oh, okay, that was the album of last year. No, this sounds like, okay, this is why this was my album of of last year because it's still competing with shit that came that's coming out this year. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, he dropped several hints throughout this album that I felt like he kind of was talking to Kendrick and was dropping stuff and kind of telling us what was going on. And he seen this opportunity and he was just gonna take out like uh, Yo, right think, off the song of Mari. Like you remember, it starts off less work. Plot my escape, this game rot a nigga's faith. You know what I mean? Like, hey, Kendrick going through his shit. Can't can't write and stuff like this, right? Uh uh kill him on the song, walk up in the booth, do the Westbrook rocker baby. Like mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, like and then the um the other thing about it is like, yo, this it's okay for these guys to have competition too, right? Like mm-hmm. I think that they all respect each other. Like because they they've all never really disrespected each other on track like these three in particular, you know what I mean? Um, they they they've said what they said. Kendrick when he had his little um run when he was saying reckless shit when he would, before he would drop a project he would have dropped the heart or say something kind of crazy to get the go the world going in terms of what type of time he was on. But all in all, I've never really heard any of them send any direct shots. I mean, you got Drake courtside at. J. Cole's first one of his professional basketball games here recently with a Cole jersey on. Like, I think they all rock with each other, but music wise, it's it's competition, right? Like it's it's fun competition to see who could put out some dope shit. And and I could guarantee you, Prez, that 
when you really break it down and, and bust down the lines, that's what these guys do. Like the, the, the top tier guys, they're motivated by each other. Like who else would they be motivated by? You know what I mean? Like, you, you know you're dope. At a certain point, you get to the, you arrive. So you, you arrive, saying you know that dope. he didn't. You're, you're saying that he didn't. And I'm going back listening to this. And it was like on Hunger on Hillside. He had a line up in there. Like, I'm saying, did, did, did he know? Did he know, Cash? Did he know what Cole, know. did he know what K-Dot was going through? I don't know. I don't know. Cold. Fighting off this hunger for hours. Big stepper. <laughs> Nigga, don't get stepped on. I don't. I nah. That's that big stepper. <laughs> that big stepper. I, it, it resonates now because of the name of the album. But that big stepper term has been a term. So I think it's just if it fits. It fits if you want to make it fit. But it 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 was before the time, man. It's before the time. I, I don't think Cole. He ain't know that was gonna be the name of the album that that far in advance. Did it? Did he? Did he? Conspiracy, conspiracy theory, prayers, man. <laughs> <laughs> On a hundred mil, you know what we're gonna get into next when he talk about this Mount Rushmore. He firmly said, "I'm on Mount Rushmore. You can't, you can't front on no more, bitch. I'm a rain." So. Hey. Hey, so he's he's firmly planting himself on there. I think besides for your eyes only, when we go back and listen, look at his catalog, which we didn't did on here before. Uh, first album, Cash too, first album is an indictment. But you don't like the first like album? Wiley's, it's kind of like, well, I, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. But when I sit back and get step out of my personal preference and go into like when we having these, these talks amongst each other that really – listen to these albums in real time and how they impacted the culture and what they really were that first album. But I think that first album, you gotta, you gotta go, you gotta understand that first album. I know what he truly grasp this album right here. Cause what did he tell you on that first album? All he got is what? Dollar in the dream. Dollar in the dream cash. But you know what now? He got a hundred mil and guess what? He's still, still on this girl. <laughs> but but the thing is, but the thing is, like it was a like super it was super different in terms of the mixtapes and everything you got from Cole too. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like, damn, he got a lot more of these. But I did like the joint that he had with Missy Elliott on it on it, you know. Oh, I still like I, that. I, I like that. Like so and then like people had a lot of like I'm the crooked smile cool that you're talking about? Crooked, no, Crooked Smiles with the TLC. Yeah, it's on Born Center. And the one I'm, the song I'm referencing is Nobody's Perfect with Missy Elliott. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, but like, it, again, I think it, this was the first album he had to play ball and do what he had to do. But still, you have a dollar in the dream part three on here. They can't get enough song with Trey songs. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's stuff like that that people, or Mr. Nice Watch with Jay-Z, like, you know, you know, so, but, uh, but yeah, man, uh, the rest of the rest of it workout workout was another one. People didn't really care for too much. I enjoyed workout. Um, but it, it is what it is, man. So, but yeah, so, but like I said, I think what we're getting out here, man, J Cole clearly out of these three albums, man, I feel like it's still the top, the top of this. I think he 
semen itself. Like so, when we're going back and look at listen, uh, looking at these three right now, when you're sitting here and you're talking about them, just mention Cole name first, because as it stands right now, when they went up in competition against each other within one year, J Cole came out the came out the victor. Could change up next year. This shit just like a. Uh, uh, any any season of any sport, you know what I mean. And you on top this year, can you repeat again? That's what we're gonna try to try to see. So just because he's up there this year, don't mean that he get to stay up there. But he's firmly up there right now, so show him his respect. Uh, <laughs> please, 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 please in the comments. In the comments, if you disagree, disagree in the comments. Let us know where you where you think that these three albums rank. Why? And we'll, we'll chop it up with you. Maybe we bring you on the podcast sometime if you have. If you really want to hop on the podcast and you want to defend Drake or K Dot's honor in terms of being number one, and you you have something that we have overlooked in terms of our analysis, we, we love to have you on. We love to have you on, uh, Bruh, No, we gotta make set some set some stages though. Hey, you gotta be. I ain't going with somebody who's just like a diehard fan and don't really like <laughs> respect true him. So that means if your picture is of Drake. Or, you know, something like that. Or we go in there, have your Instagram posts or all just this one person song. It's no reason to argue. Obviously, you got some type of affinity towards this person more than anybody else. You can't be, uh, it's hard for you to be biased, uh, unbiased on that, you know? That'd yeah, just be like me going up here telling you, trying to actually be honest when I'm talking about the Raiders. Shit ain't going to happen. I'm going to see it through my <laughs> eyes. They're the best team. Six, <laughs> We've been robbed. 16 for, and 0. Kelly Robinson, 16 and 0, baby. <laughs> 17 and 0. <laughs> 17 and 0. Yeah, man. But yeah, don't don't yeah. Definitely be a realist. Come on, come on being a realist and, and we'll vet you. We'll vet you pro- appropriately, man. So y'all let us know what y'all feel about it. So uh next up, Prez, man. Why are we doing this? What the top three? This is top three. But why are we doing these top five? Why are we still doing that? Because if we don't, people will get complacent and we'll get some sorry-ass albums. People just expect for them to put out something that, hey, we'll support everything. Nope, that's not true. You always got competition. You always got somebody else that's going for the listens. You got to know what type of rap that you're in. And if you're saying that you're the top or if that's what you want to say, put yourself on that top, you got to realize who your competition is and know that everybody else is at that point is going to pitch you up against them. This ain't, if you want the happy-go-lucky shit, then go to R&B, go to, uh, where well, they still be talking about the king of R&B, who, who's that, and stuff like this. I guess go to rock. They don't really, like, talk about it on that. So, hey, go be a rock and roll or a country singer. All them, they play super nice. If you're in hip-hop, it's been competitive from the jump. <laughs> it just is what it is. All right. So, Iggy said maybe because I'm in music mode, I have a different perspective. But, I, I know, I've been feeling like this. Recently, as of late, like, and I'll, I'll give you my personal perspective. Making a project, at no point was I thinking about anybody. Like, I was not thinking about making a better album than this person, this person, this person, this person. I was just trying to make the best possible album. And mm-hmm. however it came out, it came out. Whether I'm ranked anywhere, like, I'm not shooting. You know what I'm saying? Like, And even if I think I was in the industry and doing doing those type of things, I think that from a competitive nature, you're always competitive. You want to have the best rhymes. You want to do all that. But in terms of how I feel now as a, as a hip hop head is like, yeah, but this shit is so subjective. You, you can never really have an objective conversation with a whole lot of people. 
that's why you don't do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With everybody. It's just certain people you will have a knockdown drag out back and forth about music. You got to come. And it's because you respect them. You respect. I respect their opinion. And at the same time, I'm not going to have a, a whole of, I'm not about to do the top five dead or alive and all this. Cause that don't make sense. It's, it's just what we find out in sports, man. The goat is whoever is in your era. Your error, you're gonna find that person, and you may have the rare occasion of somebody who really go dig in the crates and be like, no, nah, man, this person loved the crowd. But majority of people are gonna go with what they listen to, and then that person is the greatest rapper to them at that time, and that's that's like whenever they peak a little time for listening to that music, if that's late teens, early twenties, and stuff like this, they're gonna have affinity for these type of rappers above all this. So we may say Tupac or throw them up in there. Somebody else probably only heard a couple of Tupac songs when the dad and stuff listened. And uh, <laughs> it's it's not the same. It don't have that same effect with them. So you would definitely have to say, break it down by error. And then I need to know what type of person is actually like listening throughout the Is it a true hip-hop head who went back and listened to something? Or is he still just grabbing what he had heard on the radio from that little era and stuff like that? So it's... But even... You got you to evaluate it like that. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Even in it's like, hard. Like, even in it's so hard because look at... I will say the top five dead alive probably need to end. We can say you, different eras, which we have tried to even establish. Even when we talk about classic album, we say classic of 2010s, classic of 2000. We know about... Well, we realized we about that, that era. We lived that. We lived in that yeah. era. Lights and well, stuff. I'm saying we era, realized too you know? that the lifespan of an artist, you know, or where they are completely on top is, you know, Three you got some years, rare five. people. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's like five to maybe ten year runs. A couple people have ten year runs, but after that, it starts to wane. I mean, they they still gonna have day fans because that generation grow up with them and they music changes a little bit. Or they can fade off some because, I mean, hey, look at Lil Wayne. We can all sit back and astonish at his whole little reign that he has. We know that he drops a nice little verse here and there. But so far, what he didn't put out on his projects as of recently, don't hold a candle to uh, Carter 2, Carter 3. You know what I mean? It's, it's not the same. And it's because as we grew older, the people who really have affinity to his music, his style hasn't really changed. You know what I mean? So he ain't had no substance because... We kind of need that substance, or we're looking for and that the type music, of substance. The music isn't—it's hit or yeah. miss. It's just the music. It's the music to me because your style don't have to change. No, no, no. Your style. Changed. No, I say the, the rhyme the style, the, like rhyme, rhyme no, style. Just what you're Kiss saying. No, what I'm saying is Kiss rhyme style hasn't changed. Pusha T's rhyme style cadence, for the most part, hasn't really changed. But they've still made. They've still been able to make good records over good beats. They send, you know what I'm saying? Like Wayne is a hit or miss, but like Wayne is just next level when we're talking about in comparison of the three. You know what I mean? I personally like Push and Kiss. Like, you know what I mean? Like those are my guys. But when we're talking about superstar, megastar, rock star level, two we talking about two different categories. And I'm saying the quality of his music has died out. It it is not necessarily like how he raps and the, the shit he rap about. I don't necessarily care, but his albums aren't treated how his how they used to be treated. You know what I mean? Like they're not curated how they used to be curated. It was just it's just everything with that label situation, and all that. It just kind of after Carter three, maybe Carter four for some of you guys. Mm-hmm. Like the, after that, everything else has been. Oh, I see flashes. It's kind of like we were talking yeah. about Clay Thompson. 
we see Clay Thompson, like Clay Thompson could still put up 30 and in, in win you one game you got to have in these finals, right? But that's about all you can ask for at this point. He, he, he still deserved to be on that court and go out on his own whenever he want to go out on his own. But I think that's where Wayne is right now. He'll always be a GOAT. And people will always still feature him, and he'll always every now and then come with a crazy verse on a feature. He's capable of it. It's just, can he do it again for an album? I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know listen, I mean? if but, he does, but I mean, so oh, far. absolutely. I welcome it with open arms and say Wayne's back, and I'll say he did it. You know, I didn't think he could do it, and but this is a you know I'm gonna listen like because. I do it for everything. I keep saying I'm not going to listen to Wayne no more, but I lie to myself every single time and I check it out. And if, and if y'all say, if y'all say it's dope and enough people say it's dope, I'm going to find my way to the dope, man. I'm a fiend for this hip hop shit. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But what I was going to say though, earlier when you was talking about the top five lists and the different eras and shit like that, I'm, I, I can talk about probably from 95 all the way up into now. I can give you that. You know what I mean? I could give you that from just because I lived it. You know what I mean? I would probably say venture to say more so '98 till till now. I I can give you all of that. I lived it. I was in those those different clubs when shit was popping off in the South, on the West Coast, or whatever the case may be. I was involved with it. You know, but the stuff from the early '90s, like probably '90 to '95 ish. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I'm still finding my way in, in hip hop spaces. I'm listening to stuff, but I'm still finding my way. So I think that if you ask me what my top five, top 10 list or whatever it may be, it's always going to be a general consensus list in my personal list. I'm always going to have two different lists because my personal list will get me laughed out of a room when I'm talking to people that are all objective. I, 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 yeah. Seagulls in your top five cash. I will say, say something that's, you know that's gonna saying? be controversial as hell right now. KRS is my personal K- KRS one. I never really listened you to You don't never hear I don't care. You don't never I don't care for KRS one. <laughs> what about Wu Tang? What about Wu Tang? Like Wu Tang. People yeah, yeah. have them as a top group. You know what I mean? Like I, I, and I, I listen to a lot of Wu Tang. But I mean like KRS. And I'm from New York. Past my little era. I mean, like, I mean, I know he had a couple of hits here and there, but when you talk about I can understand his craft and how y'all want to put him above on all the respect craft and how he, I, I totally respect all that. But if you're going to say top five for me, he not even was, no. I can, you know, but if you're going up there, you want to narrow it down to like, what can people do? Like I, cause I, I seen his name and I see his name always pop up and I'm just like, I'm not a KRS one fan. I'm just, I'm just not. I know that can be blasphemous to some people. Like, but yeah, it just that that never affected me. I understand how he can affect other people, but it never reached me or never like. So it, it's fine. I respect your opinion. I know what you're going through. I can t- you can sit there and break it down. And say, look what he does on this track right here. I see it. You know what? Minute, you gotta, minute you, you get out of my house, I'm changing that damn tape. <laughs> <laughs> you probably gotta yo go listen to uh, Apartment Five B if y'all y'all rock out to different hip hop podcasts. Go listen to Apartment Five B. Uh, with Kill, Portia, and I think Eddie is another host on there. And Kill has a, a a crew of people, and they're going through. Uh, I think they started at eighty seven or eighty eight, and they're going through each year what's the best albums and talking about different uh, things throughout that. And I've I've been finding that kind of dope because, yes, I I know like I had to listen to it. Like my dad 
ingrained. Like so, the KRS ones and the Boogie Down product, like all of the albums, I'm I'm familiar with them and what they meant. Like I'm, my dad was still playing them long after they were no longer hot because they were hot to him. So I had to listen to it, but but it's a dope show in terms of just like kind of them breaking it down and the different things that we remember, like something small nuances like a TI and little flip beef. Like you remember we remember that and could break that down, what happened and all that. They're recalling different things like that from those different years. And only those guys can do it because they lived in it. You know what I'm saying? They they're in their their mid forties going in, you know what I'm saying? Like they lived it so they can they can talk about it intelligently and it makes sense. And sometimes you have to live with certain artists to make your top five list. That's why I say I always got to have the general consensus list and my personal list because it's going to be two different things depending on what group of hip-hop heads I'm talking to. You know what I mean? So that's why I say, like, the top five lists got to be dead. I mean, B-Dot throws out a list. And sometimes I think he's just doing it to troll in, in many aspects in terms of who's on his list. But it always gets people in the uproar. I never comment on it. I never really comment on it and go back and forth with people because it's kind of pointless. It's kind of pointless on social media platforms to go back and forth with some shit. There's no one stat you can put out, Prez, and that's going to make somebody be like, oh, you know what? I see your point that I don't want to see. You know? like yeah, they, yeah, They're yeah, just yeah. not going to do it. And that's how, that's how it is. I'm like, when you sit here and you tell me about KRS1, okay. Oh, I see that. Oh man, I, I see why Damn. you would why you would rank them where you rank them. Minute you leave, I ain't playing KRS one again. <laughs> I'm not put. I'm not throwing that on. And there's no shot. There's no shot. You just you just keep you keeping it real to me, and I and I, I get it. I get it, man. So, uh, but yeah. So top five list. Let us know, guys. Do y'all really care about them? Do y'all keep two separate lists like me, or, or are you gonna keep it real and be like, you know what? I really don't listen to. That old, that old shit no more. Like, I don't even consider. But I, I think these the guys in the 80s, man, and my last thing on the guys in the late 80s and stuff like that, I think they really get a raw deal. You know what I'm saying? Because people from the 90s still get played a lot. Like, the like the early 90s, like the Nas. I'd probably say NWA era all the way up until now. Late 80s. But not a lot of the 80s guys still get played. Like the replay value of the albums, it just doesn't translate all the way up until now. And you know, I just think that those guys are falling by the wayside. Cause I think if they didn't, then the KRS ones, the Rock Hems, the the Big Daddy Canes, they would resonate with folks like you who don't necessarily, you know, fuck with it no more. You know what I'm saying? Oh, or don't but go I, back. No, no, not Rock Hem now. No, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I listen to Rock Kim, listen to LL, like those those are the ones like wanna go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I do I do wanna go back one of these days. I just gotta figure out how to make it sound dope as far as uh uh us covering something on, on some of the old old classic albums, man. But anyway, man, we got new music. We got some new music oh, yeah. that we, we haven't haven't we got even new gone music, over, man. man. We, we still this is a long, long episode. Well, this is what happens. Hey, we, it's been a while since we had when we, we miss an episode, man, and <laughs> I missed two, maybe three episodes now. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. We had an hour and 28 minutes. We're going to keep going and then give our final thoughts, man. I think we only got like a, one or two albums that we really. Yeah, that I really, really kind of been messing with. Between the time. Well, yeah, so nah, yeah, nah, you nah, can nah. head it started off. Uh, So 
Hey, my album of the year last year, Rick Hyde, you know, plates two. Uh he went he came out and released a, a new album, right? That's still an album, correct? Yeah, that's still an album. Okay. So I don't, th- I don't think he's billing it as one. So Stemma, uh Stima, whatever yeah, you want to call it. Uh no, it's eight songs. It's eight songs. So would it be E P? Would it be an E P? What's that? It's eight songs. It's eight songs? I don't, I don't know. Eight I think songs. 20, 21 songs. Uh, 21 minutes. Uh, yeah, man, yeah, that, that's EP. First playthrough, it's, it's a different type of vibe than the, than the plates, uh, I guess. It, but I think he set it out to be that you way because he mentioned plates three yeah. uh, in the album, in the songs. He said, like, it, when he come out with this plates three next time. Uh, but had one song on here with Ben the Butcher like this. Uh First playthrough, I'm like, eh, okay, that's slightly different. That's that's different from what I got in plates, plates two that I really enjoyed. But then at second, third playthrough, I think he didn't just like seeming himself as like one of those voices that I like in hip hop. So I ended up loving this whole thing. I played I play it through probably about once a day since this and drop. Uh, go go all the way through it. Twenty one minutes. Don't don't really overstay. It's welcome. Great songs on here, man. Uh, so uh, yeah, love the who I am. Uh, the perspective at the end, loved uh, with one with Rome Streets, the poser, and then the one with Benny the Butcher, uh, like this. So it's kind of where I'm sitting. But I, it's 21 minutes. When I play it, I just play it all the way through, and I, I no no skips on it. So yeah, it's it's good for me. Rick Hyde is you know one of those people that I'll continue to check for. Came uh, where he jumped in my my list last year. Uh, I think he'll always be one of those names I, I I check for now and just you know just hear what he's dropping because I want to hear that same level that we got on place too. So, yeah. Uh, what you think? On a place too. On the um. Uh, not the plate. The stemma. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten to it um as much as you have. I, I've listened to it twice. And I like the uh, Rome Streets feature. I also like the Spinner on there and Ariva Dirty on here. Oh. But <laughs> I mean, I really, I really fuck with Rick Hyde. Like to be honest with you, so I, I want to give it a little bit more time. But I know I'm coming back to it. I just think because I was in making music mode, I wasn't able to listen to as much if it didn't catch me right off the rip. But I will say something. I want to sit with. Can I jump in yeah. and say something? Yeah. So if you're an artist and you're making the beat. Come up with a nice tagline for it, like Metro Boomin' or something like that. You know how they mm-hmm. Metro Boomin' want some more. Do do something like that. Or don't say nothing at all. Maybe say it at the end. But when you come at the beginning and say, I created this beat now, like, you're supposed to let somebody else send you the accolades. Don't, <laughs> don't be so hyped to jump out and just say, I created a beat. I understand the work and stuff that went in, but, I mean, you can't be overhyping yourself off that right off the jump, like <laughs> give it give it a nice little tag, let it let it hit. If you got a if you're if you're creating a beat for on somebody else's album, oh, okay, that's yeah. kind of where I would give it. You know what I mean? But you created your own stuff, like hey, you you're saying it great. Let other people speak <laughs> on your music. Don't don't. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel that was you. the only like drawback. I was like. Okay, man. Like when I listen, like, I think I, I text you about it, and I was just like, "Hey, why do rappers do this? Like, hey, that's 
that's not what you want to do. Like now, if you got it on somebody else's album, if somebody else paid you for a beat or allowing you to create on their on their album, yeah, then yeah. that means somebody else outside of you thought it was good. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I now I now I have to go back to that song because <laughs> I, I maybe I was just breezing past and listening to it in in the background. And that's again, this is not a um, project I want to listen to in background because just off the strength of me liking plates. Uh, as much as I like plates, I, I really do want to rock with this Rick Hyde and let it rock out. Oh, oh, like this, the joint with uh, Benny the Butcher is another one that I, I remember off my first listen. And again, I gave it one playthrough, but I'm going to come back to it at a certain point. But this is a no-brainer in terms of something to come through, come back to. But I do have a few um, independent artists I want to shout out in terms of projects that I've gotten to. And of course, I have to do our due diligence to listen to these independent artists to kind of reach out and see who we're going to listen to. So or interview um, possibly in the future. So I do have uh black Chidori and numbs. They made an EP. Uh, it's called black numbs entertainment. So it's a play off the SDE sports drug and entertainment, uh, sports drugs and entertainment with um, Cameron that, that project that he made many years ago. So, um, black showing love to the past and shit like that. So that's a nice little four song EP. Black is black is getting better. He's, he's getting better. So shout out to Black. Uh, T the Truth, the Odyssey. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but I ke- I've kept coming back to you. Wasn't on the project. episode. You wasn't on the episode. I mentioned it. Okay, it was on the you solo episode. It. Yeah, I talked about it. Okay, it was like my so T T of the week. Yeah, yeah. T did it. Did his thing, man. I'm like really listening to that. Uh, JR dropped a single called Translation. He's also on my project, Late Arrival Cash Flow. Be sure to download that. Um, you also got Rome Mallory with Protect Your Inner Peace. I'm still getting through that. Haven't listened to it in full, but the, the few songs I've listened to so far, I like what I'm hearing on that. So I don't think I've sent that to you, Perez. I'll send it your way. Rain, he dropped another project called The Quill 2. The pandemic recorded the entire project while he had COVID. And um, just pretty much freestyled the entire album in terms of just free-flowing thoughts. It's not a freestyle album, but it's just free-flowing thoughts, not writing it down with a pen. So I'm interested to see what he got on that. Lyrics, it's called Samaj Gnoll, G-N-O-L. So you guys check that out. And last but not least, um, as far as independent artists, Lacey Jackson, Average Only to You. Shout out to him, man. Um, Lacey, stay dropping some shit. To where when I listen to his shit, it's, it has beats and subject matter that I identify with, which is real life talk and just the samples and the shit that he's picking. He's, he's spitting very well on. So Average Only to You by Lacey Jackson. So those are my four. Oh, Soul Surgery. Soul Surgery with OGB Knowing and Know It All. So those, those are the independent artists that just dropped something within the last month or so so y'all y'all go check those guys out i'll be sure to tag them on our posts here on instagram or twitter here so you can guys can kind of go find their music that way so it'll be easier instead of putting it all in our credits and shit like that so but we rock i rock with it i rock with it but the one project i did want to talk about press that dropped this weekend he made a lot of ruckus he made a lot of ruckus on that la leaguers freestyle Saha the Prince, man. Yeah. He back with an EP. Yeah. He got the EP. How how you feel about it? 
Uh, man, I'm a fan of Sci uh, High, man. I, I constantly go back Super to... Super fan. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to No Dope on Sundays a lot, people. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, that and then like you know his Black History, the two Black Histories that he kind of did, man. I I, I like the both of those. So uh, are those on DSPs yet? That pill? Black History joint. I don't think wow. they're on DSPs. Right. Let me go on that pill. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so like this is more what he's been giving us this whole time. Uh, I, I like it. I like the the I think the LA Leakers freestyle did a lot more for him than these songs are gonna necessarily do to kind of win. I understand you you saying you like it, but I'm thinking to still win kind of people over. Uh, I'm I'm want to see what's gonna come out on the album. He had he did some stuff like what he was doing some little bit of different stuff like what doing the quarantine. You remember that one like the Rider? I like that song. Uh, yeah 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 yeah. He was doing like a play. Yeah. And dropping a bunch of videos and it. Seemed like he was tying something to get together, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, whatever direction he was going to, it just kind of got derailed for some reason. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I'm going to be here for whatever side I drop. Hopefully, this gets him off on his little jumping point, give him the respect that I think he did, uh, been he been deserved. Been deserving. Uh, yeah. Been uh, deserving. So, yeah. but I mean, he got he got the eye right now. See, does he keep the look? How long do he got before the album drop? I don't know. Uh, but if, if he can do another one of those L.A. Leakers type freestyle right before the album come out, I think he'll build up his buzz enough with those type of, uh, with the people who are going to listen to that for that. And they, they we even push our stuff out to the people who ain't even much into like freestyles and everything like that. So they, everybody, everybody respects it. Yeah, it don't yeah, matter. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think nice little starter, four songs, uh, I like it. Want to hear more? I want the whole album. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Pretty, and I think that's where I'm at. Uh, that's where I approach this EP from. Like, I'm like, all right, this is four joints. It's good. It's really good. Like, it keeps you, but you want more, and you you're reserving it because you know he's the albums that and mixtapes that are like albums that he's produced. You know you you love them overall. These four songs. He's not a four song guy. Like you're not gonna get what you need from him in four songs, but I like the direction he was going. Um, I like the LA in contrast to the LA Leaker freestyle, right? Because that was nothing but bars and just random shit. You know what I'm saying? But this, I like for him to show that he can make actual songs, and this is what he did. Like just the production from the Have production you not standpoint. To no dope on Sundays. I know that's he what can I'm make saying. I want actual, people to know. Make actual songs. I know, I know. I want people to know that he can make actual songs because his freestyles on LA Leakers always get blown up. Whenever he does come to anybody's show to do a freestyle, where does it end up? It ends up in our group chat somehow, some way, from with people who who love hip hop from the past and, and present, but it always ends up in that group chat because it's that it's that good. So that's all I'm saying is just like some people who ain't super sci-high fans, they'll come to this and be like, oh, this, this ain't what I, I was expecting, the, you know, the L.A. Leakers sci-high prince. No, that's not what you're going to get. I mean, Help Me God, that's one of my favorite ones. And yeah. Slide, I like Slide I as like well. I like Slide too. Um, Extra and Tears leaves a little bit more to be desired, but like those would fit in fine on the album to me. It just wouldn't be at a, it would be somewhere in the middle. 
You know what I mean? To yeah. where I could be like, okay, I can, I can get with this. And um, I wouldn't skip either one by no means. But so, but yeah, for me, he went, if I'm keeping it a buck, those two help me God and slide would be the two that I, I've returned to so far right now. Um, and this one, an extra and tears are going to be something that grows on me. But I'm excited for whatever he has, his, he has coming. He got to execute though, Press. That's my last thing. He got to execute. When has he, he can't not, do this. That's what I'm gonna ask you. When he released something, when has he when not he, last that that during the pandemic or whatever happened? Like that's that's my thing. I beg Saha, you to go back and listen to Rider. The music. I didn't say I'm saying that when, days are bad. I'm saying he never dropped anything to like collectively to put that shit together. Like it seemed like he was leading up to something and did nothing. He fell off a cliff. That's what I'm saying. Like then well, he I don't. Kept, that's why I was wasn't he in an accident. Wasn't he in a bad car accident? No, I was, but. He said back, not back car. I heard he got shot at or something yeah. happened to him when they tried to take his life. So I, I, I really don't know. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, that's why I said to you earlier in the day, I need him to rap about what's going on with Sci High, the, the, the mishaps, what, you know, these different directions, starting, stopping not really finishing shit like what what's going on like i would like to know what's the reason for these these things in the music in the music find a clever way to put it in the music not in the interview i don't care for it in the interview but give me what's up with you and good music what the fuck is going on why aren't you i don't need all that why aren't you driving i I can't it gotta be a diss and 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 if you fell off right now you still ain't never put out nothing bad in my eyes and i still got no dope on sundays i still got the two black histories i'm good Come on, man! Like it, it's been out too long, and like, like, now you now now okay, we ain't been on in a while. I don't give a damn how long the pod go now because now you you talking complete bullshit, right? Because a motherfucker talking wild, reckless in the freestyle about who he ghost writ written for. I did this and I did that. I did this and did that. Now he can't talk about why he ain't put out no motherfucking music. He did it on the freestyle. I don't need to hear it no more. He ain't say why. He I don't music, need though. no slaughterhouse. This is why we <laughs> broke up. Type album. I don't need that. I, you already gave me that. It was okay. Nah, I, need I don't that need shit. that. I don't I need, need that. that. You saying that, and then again, he not a went, breakup. Oh, man. Not a breakup. He had I ten need... songs about so, okay, why Kanye and has Push fell out. Has, has there not been projects to where motherfuckers let us know where they was at with things? And it not seem like a, a slaughterhouse situation where cats address certain things. Carter too. And move the intro. That's not what he rapped about all of them. And then what? What uh, was uh, on the Carter one? I missed I ain't my asking dog. for a whole album. I ain't asking for a whole album full of confessions. I'm just asking for you to address some shit. Like just address it, it, bro. Yeah, address it. And then like kind of slanted them at the end. Now let's not, now let's not fuck up our lunch. Like oh whoa! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to hear. I just want to hear some 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 uh, light, little clever bars sprinkled throughout the album. Then, maybe then, a few bars. That is what there. people are gonna focus on, and they're gonna focus on the music that he's doing. They're gonna it's gonna be the beef that this drives everything, and the guy makes great music. I appreciate if he just continue to make good music. I don't need. Oh, now we don't that. like beef. Now we don't I, like I, beef. I do at certain portions. <laughs> I do at certain times. I'm now saying, we don't like this record. I'm saying what? right now I don't need it with this side. Oh. I'm hoping he don't make an album. 
if I'm being completely honest, nah, don't make, the slaughterhouse, don't make the, the slaughterhouse little joint, don't like make. kind of, you know, I don't need to hear it no more. I, I don't want to go down that lane. I don't want social media to overtake the album, and that's all we focus on. I don't need that no more. Slaughterhouse was a good album, by the way. Hmm. You still okay? All right. Slaughterhouse was a good album. No, 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 the one that they dropped. They had some good songs on it. With Crooked? Yeah, yeah. with Crooked and... Um, yeah. Well, yeah. What was the name okay. of it? Something Slaughterhouse. I just don't remember that. Uh, I just don't remember that. Yeah, so... All right, man. Uh, so, any any final thoughts, man, with anything else going on around sports world, uh, music world, anything before we, we, we take, out, take it out of here? Nah, I think we covered a lot of stuff that, uh, you know, we established that Cole... In our eyes, Coles is at the top right now with his album. And like I said, that changes up on – we look at it as this year's championship. J. Cole, you know, he got the best album in our eyes right now on top. Uh, K-Dot and Drake kind of flip-flop for both of us, so it can fall either one. I will say K-Dot is strong number two. If I cut it down to those ten songs, he made me be pushing against Cole a little bit. That's how much I like my revised playlist. Uh, but – the way he gave out, no, he sits firmly at number three for me. He sits at number two for you, uh, with Drake being number three and Drake being number two for me. So, uh, I think we did a great job breaking those down. I think we Can did you? a great job on breaking down those albums throughout the year. Now, this was us looking back over the whole landscape and you know where where we would kind of rank those two, uh, those three since they're the top three. Mount Rushmore, Kendrick fans. Mm-hmm. Kendrick fans, if you want a totally biased review of the latest uh, Kendrick Lamar album, please check out <laughs> Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast. You will get all that and then some in terms of album the of review the on, on the album of the year. Album of the year, y'all go check out Iggy's Loudmouth Podcast <laughs> if you are a Kendrick fan. And he will break it down and maybe y'all will be in agreement and You'll get a new podcaster to follow. That's our man. He's on. He's on pretty regularly with our with our mid year and annual year wrap up. So I just wanted to plug that real quick in a, in the most shadiest type of ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and then we went over the top five list. So it was just basically going through and uh, you know, in every different era, man. Like you're gonna have the different people and the people who live through it and the people who go back and find it. Y'all may have different views because you have grown up with a different type of rap and going back to the nostalgia, your point of view may be off what uh, everything evolves over time, right? So you're fi- you're seeing the evolution and you're having to go back and listen at the original may sound a little basic to you. They, they may not do, go as in intricate or, you know, uh, as in deep in the storytelling. Sometimes they do, you know, but you'll find out the origins of it. But you're going to look at it with a you're going to see it with a different ear. You know what I mean? You're going to have it with a different ear than most people have it. So it's kind of hard to have those talks with people when you're saying top five dead alive. But if you're talking about a certain era, it makes it a little bit easier. I think that's kind of where you need to go if you're going to say from 90 to 95 or 90 to 95 to 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, got, you got to shorten those, those spans because, like you said, most of these runs are two, three years max in terms of where you get your, your peak, peak powers. Yeah. And if – if you have longevity, then it may be 10, 15, 20 years, and you may last the test of time, but you'll never be where you were. The Nas, the Jays are rare. They're rare. 
extremely we're rare. Finding out now, right? Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. finding out now, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, um, but yeah, y'all, y'all check out the podcast. Go check out our back catalog. We we coming back. Uh, we're gonna be doing a lot more dope shit here in the, in the coming year. Like Press said, the uh, mid year wrap up that may be, come sometime in in next two weeks, June next two weeks or something like that. So we probably gonna shut down and, and really start doing that and uh, give you different categories indie artists uh eps and albums so i think we should keep it simple like that and uh kind of go from there so hey this is uh cash aka exec p one half of the dsc this is episode i forget it's been so long press free cash last time for germany (laughs) yeah man yeah man so it's been it's been a ride man it's been a ride in the venera yeah all right man catch you next time Peace. Something to record to. A mic. Ain't have to be fancy. Had to get these thoughts off your hurt. Year was 87. And my pops Thunderbird. Before I picked up the pen to even utter words. Before I grabbed the mic to even juggle verbs. Backseat of his ride was my throw to church Riding around the city to God Rakim blasting The bridge is over some cane Pop tapped in Entry level some say it's the golden era My younger he feel it's the new era Before my vision was shaded Before my love was tainted This during the crack era When life revealed this mascara It's yet I still had you Right or wrong when pops are gone Our relations were due